Right, so that's the governor of the Bank of Ghana. And this one we have in this conversation here on the Super Morning Show. So if you haven't been paid, why don't you just join us on Twitter using the hashtag JoySMS? And we said you would get answers to all your concerns. But it's not time for the news at 6 here on the Super Morning Show. Hello, it's Thursday, the 27th of August, 2020. Welcome to Join News at 6 with me, Bernis Abubedulansa. Total case count at 43,717, 270 deaths and nearly 42,000 recoveries. COVID is real. Coming up this morning, governing MPP's manifesto on creative act sector under scrutiny. We hear from some industry players who are unimpressed, while others believe there's room for improvement. That thing that they call a theater in Koforidia, in real sense, it's not a theater. Yes, I agree with my brother that even me, I want more. Oliver Twist is still enough. Definitely. And we've not been able to give them all that we promised. But that is why we need the next four. More on your election headquarters' latest program, Manifesto Tracker. Also, former President Rawlings chronicles reasons for his frosty relationship with late Professor Mills and accuses his former appointee, Kwame Hoy, of being behind the move to get an alien man to lead the NDC into the 2008 elections. In business, Bank of Ghana justifies appointment of Pricewaterhouse Coopers and KPMG to handle liquidation of some financial institutions and banks, insisting it was based on competence and capacity. More at 6.15. And in our continuing series of tracking infrastructure projects undertaken by government, we take you to the OT region where a bridge at Akar Quarters in the Jassikan district captured as an ongoing project has been abandoned. that in 2016, the NPP made 16 promises in all in the creative arts and tourism that are combined. Yeah. And if you look at in 2020 there, it is five. Uh, tell me something. This tells a story, right? One might ask, does it mean that um, 11 out of the 16 promises that were made in 2016 have actually been achieved? Yeah. Or is it that they just couldn't achieve them? You know, when your campaigning, I mean, the, the oomph, the desire to want to be in power. Oh, that's head of our political desk, Evans Mensah George Quay of our entertainment desk, comparing the NPP's 2016 manifesto pledges on the creative sector to that of 2020. They were joined by industry players to assess the performance of this administration. President of the Ghana Music Rights Organization, Rex Omar, says the MPP government hasn't performed well as they failed to build the large capacity theaters they promised. They gave promises that they never intended to uh, fulfill them because when I give you a promise to give you and it gets to a point that I feel that, no, I cannot come through with a promise. If I have any respect for you, I'll come and tell you, look, I said I was going to do this for you, but because of A, B, C, D, perhaps I can't do it, but I can do maybe a refurbish A or B or C. Yes. That thing that they call a theater in Koforidia, in real sense, it's not a theater. On the- our president of the Creative Arts Council, Marco Kreakumante, says resource constraint has accounted for failure to achieve some of the 2016 manifesto pledges. The money is scarce. And so when you must fix lights, uh, you must fix other things that... Let's not forget that if your, your country has socioeconomic problems, 
the fundamentals are wrong. Even creative arts won't succeed. Even if you have Thank all you. the theaters, if you have all the things, you of return was successful because the environment was convenient for people to come and enjoy. Electricity was stable. People felt at home when they came down and all of that. So that's what I'm saying that, yes, I agree with my brothers that even me, I want more. Oliver Twist yeah. is still in us. Definitely. And we've not been able to give them all that we promised. But that is why we need the next four. Marco Kriakumante is president of the Creative Arts Council. He was speaking on Manifesto Tracker, our latest program. It's every Wednesday at 9 p.m. on the Joy News Channel or Multi-TV, DSTV Channel 421 and Go TV Channel 144. Now, former president Jerry Rawlings has opened up about his frosty relationship with the late President Mills. Mr. Rawlings was one of the big critics of the late president's government. In an 11-page response to a book by his former appointee, Kwame Nahoy, Mr. Rawlings accuses the author of being the the architect of a manipulative agenda that pushed Professor Mills into the 20, 2008 general election despite his ill health. There's more in this report. The book alleges, amongst others, that the former president tried to replace Professor Mills for the 2008 elections with Mr. Ato Ahoy. But in response, the former president indicates that it was rather the late Professor Mills who called from South Africa in 2016, indicating his desire to forgo the candidature for the election owing to his medical state. According to him, he held a meeting with some leading members of the NDC to identify a marketable party member to take over. MFA Apawu with that report. Now, the NDC flag bearer John Mahama says his government will restore all mining concessions that, according to him, were illegally taken from their owners under the Akufado administration. He explained the move will ensure equity for the people affected. He spoke at the Menshia Palace where he led a delegation to officially introduce his running mate, Professor Nana Jinopukwajuman, to the Asantehine Otunfo Osetu II. People were granted mining leases by the Minerals Commission. This government has revoked their licenses and handed them over to the party boys. I promise to restore their licenses if voted into power. The Otunfo on his part asked the former president to tell Ghanaians the wrongs of his past and how he will correct them. Now, President Akufado says his government is strategizing on the best approach to deal with future pandemics and their impact on the economy as the country prepares to reopen its borders on September 1. President Akufado says there are ongoing talks to position the country to take full advantage of the opportunities existing post-COVID-19. We are systematically now trying to find a way to come to terms with it and open up our country again. But in the meantime, a lot has happened. And it's important that we draw a balance sheet of what has happened so that we can position ourselves to look as to what we need to do for the future. President Kufado Dare. Now, it's emerging that a bridge project at Akar Quarters in the Jassikan district, described by the governing MPP as an ongoing project, has been abandoned for months. In October 2019, Joy News carried a report on the deplorable nature of the OT region roads, which featured this collapsing bridge. A sword cutting ceremony was done subsequently, but almost a year on, only a heap of sand and rusty iron roads are what remain on site. Correspondent Peter Seno visited the community. Here's his report. Akar is a rural peasant farming community in the Jassikan district in the Oti region. 
The road through this community is the shortest from Jansikan to Tapabutuasi that holds one of the biggest markets in the Uti region. The road is in a bad state, but that is not the focus for today. According to Government Project Tracker, this caved-in bridge is under construction and captured as an ongoing project. This, residents say, is not the reality on the ground. Matthias is one of the elders in the community. If the DC had cut sword in October 2019 and it is said that some work is ongoing, it is not true. Never. You can see for yourself. If the vice president says they are fixing the bridge, it is not true. Joy News carried a report on the deplorable nature of Oti Regional Roads in October 2019 and featured this caved-in bridge. Sources say a sword-cutting ceremony was performed here in the same month, but nothing has since happened. In fact, if anything has happened, it is this heap of chipping sand and these iron rods that are remnants of the sword-cutting ceremony. Peter Senu there. Now, after drinking from a muddy germ-infested stream for years, villagers of Petreche will now see change. The Ashanti region town has seen its first ever borehole. Kain Ketsi, Promacid Organa Limited, producers of Cowbell. The project is in response to stories of communities with no water highlighted under Joint News' Safe Water Project. Here's a report by Justice Beidou. Formerly, we were relying on rivers and streets. But uh, we are farmers here, and we normally pollute our rivers with agri- uh, agricultural chemicals. And it wasn't safe for mankind. The people.